I think we need to take the pressure off of feeling like we've always got to get this like top quality content. And we always have to have quote unquote, something to say or a value bomb. Welcome to Cowgirls Over Coffee, where we encourage and equip women to embrace the process and practice of tackling daily demands, actually executing on our plans, and taking action on the most audacious goals that we can come up with without sacrificing our peace and staying rooted in our purpose. These are conversations for doers, for those of us who refuse to settle for less than we absolutely know we are capable of achieving for women who are cultivating thriving homes and businesses side by side. I'm your host, Thea Larson. Grab a coffee and sit down. We have so much to talk about. Okay, welcome back to another episode of our Cowgirls Over Coffee podcast. I am super excited to be having a conversation today with, and now as I'm saying it, I'm like, my friend Michelle, even though we've not met in person at all, but I feel like We've been like communicating, we've met on Instagram and you did a, like an early program that I had for content creation. So I'm just going to say, I hope that you're okay with this, Michelle. My friend, Michelle Mensing, who is an yes. incredible photographer. Okay. <laughs> like just double checking. Have you ever had those moments where you're like, you really want to be someone's friend, but like you feel super thirsty about it? <laughs> I'm just going to force it on you. I'm forcing our friendship. <laughs> okay, good. We have a mutual agreement that we're going to be friends. So, yes. okay. <laughs> so <laughs> this is what happens when you guys, when we don't script podcast, right? Podcast, right. <laughs> Anyways, I just really want to talk with Michelle today because Michelle is a photographer, but she also has a incredible business where she provides agriculture, ranch, Western themed stock photography. What I love about this is that we're going to have a conversation today about the importance of a B-roll, right? So this is a conversation that is for you if you are a business owner or a content creator or someone who relies on having imagery like for your business communications. This is a conversation I think that you will really enjoy and can be helpful to you. We really want to take some of the stress off of the content creation because the thing with content creation, with being on the social media platforms, and you know, we usually speak more towards Instagram because that's our zone of genius, if you will. But yep. really consistency is key, right? Like when it comes to posting, we get really hung up in tactics. We want to know like, where's the algorithm going? And what's the, do I do reels and all this kind of stuff? 100% Thea and consistency is also the hardest thing about creating content online for your business. Um, I think we all go through those phases where you feel super creative and you're just cranking out content like nobody's business and then you hit a dry spell and you're like I have nothing to say, I have nothing to share, no images, no videos, like I'm not inspired. So I like to, you know, when I have those ideas and those inspirational days or weeks, I just take notes. I take, I keep them all for when I get in those dry ruts. And that's something that you can kind of work through. I love to keep just a note in my phone, for example. Um, when I have, usually I get these ideas when I'm in the shower or when I'm driving. I have so many ideas when I'm driving. So you can just leave a little voice memo for yourself, you know, just like a phrase maybe that you want to use online or something to talk about your business. 
um, that just clicks out of the blue. And you want to capture those moments when you have those moments of inspiration. I love that. Do you know that's like super common, like driving showers because we're not distracted by other things and we're able to like clearly think. And I think we're in a world where it's like even more information overload because even when we're driving, how often do you turn on a podcast and you turn on a, you know, so when you do have those moments of downtime um, to let your brain think, like that's when you get the most inspiration, I feel like. Yes. I just finished up personally. I was trying to find 21 ordinary moments in my days throughout November where I could be more present. And what I learned is like, it's all the same stuff. I couldn't break it even down into 21 things. But like, honestly, it's like what you said, don't turn on a podcast, let Mm -hmm. it be quiet, because that's where we're going to have our creative inspiration, right? Like that's when we're going to have these good ideas that we can shut down in your phone, like you're talking about. So that brings me to the fact that I think it's really important that we take the pressure off of ourselves. Like quality is important. It is important. Mm -hmm. And I feel like aesthetic is still important. You know, I think there's a lot of different ways you can approach and it's really whatever works best for you and is most authentic to your storytelling kind of mode and your narrative. But I think we need to take the pressure off of feeling like we've always got to get this like top quality content. And we always have to have, quote unquote, something to say or a value bomb. And I think if we kind of stepped back from that and kind of took the 80-20 rule, and if 20% of our content was that really good stuff and 80% of it was just making sure we're showing up for our audience, that's where I think I really want to emphasize the importance, you guys, that we get some of this B-roll content, whether it's photos or images, like things Mm -hmm. that are just handy for you so you can plug and play and take the pressure off of your creation, especially, you guys, this time of year, if you did not already make a pretty healthy plan around what you're going to be posting, I don't want you, I don't care how important your business is, I don't care how much money you're making. I don't want you missing out on the holiday season. Yes, I agree so much. And I feel like we, Thea, you were just talking about this, like our phones, are they a tool? Are they a distraction? (laughs) And I see both so much because my phone is such a tool for my business. And I think all business owners can relate to that. You know, you have five minutes of downtime waiting for an appointment or something like you can make a post if you've got these ideas saved in your phone. And then you just find a quick clip of B-roll or a stock photo or a stock video that you can pair those great captions that you come up with in that quiet time and just get it out there. Because how often have we all spent 30 seconds on a reel and it goes nuts and it's great. And you're like, oh my gosh, versus the reel that you spend hours stressing (laughs) over and putting together. And then you're just like, it tanks and you're just so bummed. And those, those spur of the moment posts that keep you consistent every once in a while, those are the ones that when you you don't overthink it, those really resonate with your audience because it's probably something that's just like a piece of your day, like your day-to-day routine that maybe would resonate, for example, with rural women. You know, rural women are kind of a target for my business in these stock photos. And I really want to create images that they can relate to and that their customers can relate to. Mm-hmm. Because when you think about creating content, I think there's a stigma around stock photos because when you Google on Pinterest, like an office stock photo or an office image, (laughs) if you're 
a service-based business, you're an accountant or whatever, and you're like, I just need an office photo for this post. And the desk is bright white and clean. And it's got pink accessories. Like, okay, what farm or ranch office has ever been A, clean, B, have pink anything? Like, we all know (laughs) it's wooden, it's rustic, it's an old farmhouse. It's got, you know, more just Western themed feel to it or a rustic or rural. It's got Yetis and coffee cups and a ball cap and whatever. It just, there's a very different feel to that. So when you're thinking about using B-roll from your life, make it authentic. You don't have to have a perfect Instagram worthy house because that's probably not what resonates with your audience. If you're a rural woman speaking to other rural women and entrepreneurs and business owners and people that might buy your products, they're going to resonate with a kitchen that has boots in the entryway and dirt and mud and, you know, mismatched this and that. So try and capture those authentic moments that just really connect with your ideal audience. And those are the ones that are going to like catch their eye. I just, I'm like just nodding emphatically here because like, let's be honest, most ranch offices are in the cab of the truck, right? Right. Like you have the the calendar from the feed store that's like stuck to the dash. Like this has been the percent. And there's probably still goo there from every calendar that's been there since 1973, right? Like, and I just, I love that. And I want to speak to the fact that like, there is a degree of additional connection that happens when we share authentically from where we're at. And I think that that is so important, especially for differentiation when you are, if you're an accountant even, or a real estate agent or a boutique, when you're sharing really authentically from your life, like we all have the aspirational, like, don't think that we don't all scroll Pinterest and be like, oh, someday, you know, and some of us, like if your house is, if you've got that place and you're there, I mean, share away, that's gorgeous, but like really don't put the pressure on yourself. If you don't have that ideal space, don't do it because, Mm -hmm. so I wanted to say two things. I need to back up because you got my head spinning. Number one, there's an ideal way to do this, right? In an ideal world, we would have our content calendar. We would know what we're going to post 90 days ahead of time. We have a schedule. We'd know the right mix of media that's working for us, whether it's, you know, I'm going to do two reels and a carousel or whatever that is. That's the ideal. And I don't want to say don't strive for that because when you can get to that, the more planning ahead and organized you can be with that, the less stress you're going to have. But when you're operating from a place, and I feel like especially this time of year, it can happen. Many of us are solopreneurs. Many of us are mothers. Many of us are also juggling a few jobs on the ranch or farm. So you are going to, like you said, sit down for 30 seconds and you need to create that post. And even if you're saving it in your drafts, right? So you're best until you can do better. I hate that. I hate when people say good enough is good enough because me, I just can't get on board with that. I don't know about you, Michelle, but I can't do that but you're best until you can do better, we can do that. And that's where the idea of having these photos that are ready to go, they're just ready mm-hmm. to go for you. So when inspiration hits or convenience hits, you can yes. make sure you're staying consistent because staying consistent is going to pay off for you in the social media platforms. So I want to say really quickly, Michelle, what are your tips for us? Like you are a photographer, like this isn't something that like you were a legitimate, like, you still do like family sessions and farm sessions, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Mainly I kind of have niched down to like family farm, ag, rural. Um, I do some small business product photography 
And then the stock photography membership that I have is really, I just, it came from, like Thea said, we met years ago in before her kind of little masterminds, before Cowgirls Over Coffee is what it is today. And that's 100% where this idea even stemmed from, because there were so many rural women that are busy farm and ranch moms, and they've got kids, and they've got all these responsibilities but they want to build a business and they want to promote a business, but they didn't feel like there were images out there that resonated with their audience. And I just had all these images that I had taken on my family's farm that were sitting on my hard drive. And these moms are like, I want to share about agriculture, but I have three kids and I can't get outside right now to take images on our ranch or on our farm. And they're like, but I want to share about it. And I want to feel like I can, you know, share about this industry and be passionate about it. And so that's really where this idea stemmed from. Oh, I was just going to say, I, I love it, but I want, I didn't want to interrupt you, but I'm going to interrupt you because that's how these <laughs> conversations happen. So what would your tips be for people who don't have a lot of time to make sure they're getting some of their own B-roll of their real life? Like what yes. would be, like, what should they be looking for? How should they frame their things? Do they need real, like, do they need an expensive camera? Can they use their phone? Give us the goods. Yes, you 100% can use your phone. All of our phones have, I, my phone is many years old. Now I'm really holding out, but it still takes great videos, great photos. And I think people get overwhelmed that they need to capture their whole day. And they're like, oh, I can't do that. But the people that are sharing online, like literally you feel like you see their whole day. They're probably showing you like five minutes of their day you know? And so just be strategic when there's a moment that you think you want to capture, set your phone up, even put it on time-lapse. I feel like for me, that's less overwhelming because then I don't have to worry about like what I look like or whatever. Um, And you can take those, you can make slow-mo clips. You can take those quick time-lapse videos that just show you working on something, working on a project, depending on what your business is, packaging up orders, People love to see that. And I think that's why there's a good mix between using some stock images to supplement and give like that more professional look, um, but also realistic. And you can use those and then combine them with those moments that you can capture in your everyday life. I think when you said like what to capture. So again, think about like what you're doing for your business, show the behind the scenes, People love to see you. I can take the prettiest picture and it gets, you know, a handful of likes on Instagram or whatever. But when I show my face, those posts skyrocket. I get way more engagement on the post where I'm showing up and showing something I'm doing or I'm showing part of my life or even just an image of myself or whatever. And so you can combine those images of you, whether you get like a personal branding session done and you have some really nice photos Combine that with your everyday life, those behind the scenes moments, and then you supplement with some stock photos to keep that consistency like Thea keeps mentioning. That is 100% where you keep that momentum going. So when you have those big posts that you want like a sales post or something, you have that consistency and momentum going and it really does snowball. When you're consistent and you're consistently showing up, things, the momentum, the train gets to roll in and you'll have those moments that really stick and you have an impact um, on your audience. Okay. I, I love all this. And I think it's so important that you pointed out something, which is like, get yourself in front of the camera. Now, on one hand, if you are not comfortable in front of the camera, 
don't not post because you're not in front of the camera. Again, this is the best until we can do better. Like you can work up that confidence. And I think you give a great tip there, Michelle. Do it from far away if you're not comfortable or do your hands. You're working something like you can close, you know, crop in close on the work you're doing or something. If you're not at a place where you're confident being on camera, either in a photo or a video, I think if you're not confident about being in front of the camera, videos are actually less um, intimidating than photos because like a photo, y'all, every time I see a screen capture, you know, from a video, like, you know how like your story or your reel will like show a screen capture. I make the weirdest faces. I think I'm a very right. person anyway. So I always get caught in these weird things. So like, I think of like a photo is like, you're just sitting there staring at tearing yourself down, like seeing everything that's wrong. No one else is going to yes. do that. Except for the person that already doesn't like you. Newsflash, the person who already doesn't like you, the, everything you do is going to be wrong. So you can just mm-hmm. let that person go. Just let them yep. go. In a video where you're moving, you can be easier on yourself. And then, like you said, the time lapses are a great thing too. But getting in front of your camera, that's best case scenario, right? Mm-hmm. You want to do best practices, get yourself in front of there. And again, use that 80-20 rule. Like there's Pareto's principle. It's pretty much proven. Google it if you don't believe me. Again, I'm horrible at citation. I read too many <laughs> But if you're in front of your camera 20% of the time, and then the other 80% of the time, you're using your own B-roll or something like with Michelle has, where you have this really beautiful professional stock photos that are Western ag related that work with your lifestyle. Like if you do that, the consistency game is going to win out. Like Mm -hmm. you're going to see results, not necessarily, I mean, you may grow because I can't promise growth because we all know everything is changing. But we can promise connection. Like you're going to deepen the engagement that you have. We all have heard the whole no like, and trust. You can only know, like, and trust someone if they're showing up for you consistently and being authentic. Yep. So 100%. I want to talk a little bit to Michelle. So we're out and about. We're doing our days. We don't want to feel like we have to be on our phone for every moment of every day. Yep. What kind of, like you talked about some quick moments that we can catch. So we'll, we'll catch those moments. Now, when we're comparing like photos straight out of the camera from our phone, what do you recommend like for editing? Do we have to edit? Can we do something quick and easy? Do you have an app you like? Do you just do inside Instagram or inside Canva? What are your, some tips just to make, just to make our photos look a little, just a tiny bit better? Yes. So um, a few of my favorite tools, I feel like especially when you're outside, a lot of times your images, it's bright out. And so maybe if you had like a person or an animal, they look really dark and you can't really see their features. And so you can literally, one easy thing is to go into your, literally your phone, you can edit in your phone and adjust the shadows. And so you can sometimes save some of those features if people, if it's bright outside or whatever you're working on, you get those dark shadows, adjust the shadows, bring those up to the right in your phone settings, and that'll save it. Another good one, especially if you're outside, is the highlights. Again, it's bright out around you, around the people, whatever you're taking a photo or video of, you can bring the highlights down. And that just kind of like evens the playing field. That's one of the biggest ones that I see when I see people sharing photos from outside um, when they're working on stuff or if it's got them in it is look at those highlights and shadows and play with those. So you can kind of save some of your features. As far as editing, if you feel more comfortable with editing, Lightroom is, you know, hands down kind of the go-to 
Um, if you want to play around with colors and some of that stuff, the warmth, um, you can use that literally on your phone. Easy to do. Um, if you have a little bit of background and feel like you can play around with those a little bit, there's tons of great presets out there. You know, if you see somebody that you like, you can always do that, go that route. And that kind of gives you a base. I still, even when you're using presets, you still are going to tweak them a little bit depending on the image and, you know, the lighting and where you're at. I feel like videos are a little easier. Our phones are actually pretty good now at auto-correcting the lighting. And so with videos, I really don't feel like most of the time you need to mess around with editing those as much. And people understand that if it's a video clip, you know, you're out and about doing something. It's not like a professional video or something like that. I love Canva. I assume most people are using Canva, but some people just aren't that comfortable in Canva yet. So invest in Canva. Even if you use the free version, it is incredible. There's so many templates on there. There's images on there. You know, you can upgrade. I think it's it's relatively affordable if you're using it a lot that you can upgrade, especially for a business. If you want things to look a little more professional and you want to be able to add your own colors and branding and fonts, 100% use Canva. They're great for making all sorts of posts on Instagram. And another one of my little hacks for creating reels, because we all hate reels, um, <laughs> is you can even use a photo. So one thing that I do a lot of times, if I have like something I want to share, I'll go into the stock photo membership. I'll grab a photo that might be you know seasonal, like holiday or fall or whatever. I put that photo into a reel on Canva. And then I just add animation and all of a sudden you have a video. You can add your text in there or you can literally just take it into Instagram then and add your text in Instagram. But literally just using that animate button in Canva adds animation. It moves, you know, you can have like gentle movement of your photo, but then you can download it as an MP4 video and then you have a reel. And it's just one of the biggest time savers for me for creating reels especially if you just want simple ones, you want to share a quote that inspired you. That's a really good one to stay consistent is share, you know, just little tidbits that resonate with your audience, whether maybe it's a Bible verse or a quote or a something inspirational. Those are the really good ones to kind of plug in as the fillers and just use like a seasonal B-roll when you're walking around, just capture the leaves or capture some grasses or the cornfield as you're walking through it. Or if you go for a walk on your gravel road, just capture, you know, a moment of that. And it really doesn't take that much time when you start thinking about it because we don't want to be on our phones all the time. And we don't want our kids to be like, oh my gosh, she's got her phone out again, like worried <laughs> about, you know, capturing them and whatever. So I think literally just those, you can get a five second clip pretty easily a few times a day and just keep them. And then when you're inspired, um, you can go back and you can pull from those clips and it'll really, again, help with that consistency and um, show kind of your true day-to-day -day life without being too invasive into your personal life if you don't want to be oversharing certain parts of your life. Those are super good tips. I will say too, I think Canva, and you guys can check this out. I'm not exactly sure, but it's like $12.95 a month for the pro version of Canva. And there's, like you said, there's so many templates in there. And I really want to encourage you guys, like on one hand, do not waste your time going and becoming a Canva expert. Don't do that. Mm -hmm. Like do the minimum viable system, right? What is the least you ha can do to get your content out there? And Canva is so user-friendly. You can Google and figure out anything you want. They walk you through it so seamlessly. You can put your brand colors right there. 
it may sound a little overwhelming if you haven't done it already, but honestly, you could probably get all of that up and running in 15 to 30 minutes with some quick Google. Like you don't have to pay a graphic designer to do this for you. If you are at a place in your business where that is an option for you, go ahead and go for it. But I will say that back in the day, oh my goodness, back in 2011, when I decided I was going to make a magazine, I learned, I self-taught myself Adobe InDesign and and designed an 80-page layout, which was, I was like, oh, how hard can this be? Uh, Spoiler, it's hard. You can do it, but it's freaking time-consuming. Very hard. I mean, Canva is like, it's so simple, you guys. It's so intuitive. So I want to encourage you, don't be intimidated by it. Yep. Also, just get in there because you can figure it out. You can figure it out so easy. Like, just start playing with it. You know, everyone, like, start with your mediocre content. It's going to be a mediocre for now because you're going to have to prioritize consistent. And then make sure that 20% of your content is really spot on, but keep playing and posting. So I love that, Michelle. So tell me a little bit. So there's so many templates in Canva. Like, that's a great place to start. But um, so you have your stock photo membership. Yes. Tell us what is in your stock photo membership so people can kind of get an idea. You guys, of course, we think you should join Michelle's membership because it's awesome. But when you listen to her talk about what she has in there, it might spark some ideas for you because you want some of your own stuff too. You don't want just stock photos in in your feed. So tell us a little bit about the images that you like to curate and how you like to curate things every month and seasonally inside the membership. Yes. So thank you. I love doing it. Honestly, it's one of those things like I love taking photos and I just want people to be able to use them and I want them to make your life easier. Rural women out there, like I see you, I see we're working in the margins. We have not very much time, but like you can make an impact and you can do it. It's just working smarter, not harder. So honestly, like the stock photos are so good to supplement the content that you already have, you know, whether it's your B-roll or your own personal branding images, the stock photos are great for seasonal. Like Thea said, she's been using some of the holiday ones. So Mm -hmm. um, some of those were like a Christmas tree, but they have a Western twist on them. Like there's a rope in it or like just more rural decorations that would resonate with that kind of Western audience. There are, I I just feel like they're just great for rural rural women in general. Um, I have a lot of agriculture ones. Like during harvest, I had some that were like the combine and just corn in general. Like ones that don't, you know, like you don't need to worry about if it's the right color machinery. Like I have some that are very generic that if you just need to make a post about how corn is used and you can go in and pull one of those photos to use for your posts. And you don't need to be like, well, shoot, it's not harvest season. Like I don't have any fresh content. Like you can just go in and find that image. Another one that I've had some requests for is like beef photos. So the actual like steaks and whatever, if you want to share about maybe you're selling direct to consumer and you just need a few fresh images that you can use on social media to tell about, you know, tips and tricks for ordering your beef and, you know, maybe how much you'll get um, if you place a beef order, if, you know, things like that. So there's a lot on the agriculture side with some crops, um, some livestock. And then another area that I've really seen a pretty high demand for is more for the service providers and the women that are maybe not like, they don't necessarily have a product to sell, but they're a rural accountant or they're a social media manager, or they're just creating content for their personal brand. And so a lot of those 
like office type images, I've done a lot of those where there's notebooks and coffee cups, but I make sure to try and give it more of a rural feel. So I use a coffee cup that's like Aztec print that will relate with your audience, not a Starbucks cup, because guess what? Most of you probably don't have a Starbucks near you. So that just doesn't resonate. (laughs) Thea's just dying. Like, I just want a Starbucks. (laughs) So. I was just going to say, again, like service providers, this is really good for, because again, even if you're working with like agriculture companies, you can pull from those ag images like corn or soybeans or whatever, or a field and put your spin on it for your business. Like if you're an accountant for farmers, you can pull those crop images and just add your information and tips and tricks to it. Another one that I've seen is just a lot of like food related ones. If you're a dietitian or something and you want to share tips and tricks for healthy eating, um, you can pull from some of the food images like apples and whatever. And so one of my favorite things every month is I put together just like a list of ideas for the month. You know, all the fun holidays like National Coffee Day and today's Eat an Apple Pie Day or whatever. Um, so I pull together a list of those for each month at the beginning of the month and share those for free online on my Instagram page so that people can kind of start thinking about some ideas and some things that they might want to capture their own content for if it's something that really relates to their business or if they just want like a way to connect with their audience. Like everybody loves coffee, so they can post something for National Coffee Day and they can pull a coffee image out of the stock photo membership and easily create that content without like having to spend much time on it. And again, like the seasonal ones are really good for all types of business because we're all creating blog posts and handouts and flyers and advertisements and just having those images that you can pull from. Sometimes I even reverse engineer it, like go into the photo membership and look at the photos if you're having a moment where you feel stuck. And then looking through those, you could be like, "Ooh, I could use this image and talk about this. And I could use this image and I could talk about, you know, whatever that might be that relates to your business. But sometimes it's really good just to browse through those to spark your imagination a little bit too. I love the reverse engineering because at the same time, you could look at those and then be like, okay, I can use this stock photo that's, you know, calving or whatever, and then Mm -hmm. take some calving photos of my own. Like, and so that you can intersperse those, which I think is, makes for a really nice looking feed. I also was going to say, I feel like, especially when it comes to stock photos, that in our lives, um, whether we're ranching or farming, I, I know nothing about, I have no idea about farming. So you guys (laughs) have to assume I know nothing. I am a hundred percent a ranch person, but the seasons really affect our lives, like more so Mm -hmm. than the mainstream. So it really does like what we're sharing seasonally is really important to the narrative of our brands because it's just so effective. It's so not effective. I don't know what the right word is. It's really integral to our lifestyle, rural, Western ag, farm, ranch, that sort of thing. And I think that that's so, so interesting because you don't see that in other like stock photography, like your desk is, your desk is a lot different in March in the middle of calving season than it is in July in the middle of haying season, right? Like it's a different situation. You have ear tags flung all over your house and you have, (laughs) yep. (laughs) So I think that's interesting. And one thing I would say too, as your, so if you do something like what Michelle's got with her monthly, where she's giving you monthly stock images, you're going to get that seasonality. But I want to encourage you to like, do what I say, not what I do. I'm working on this right now, but create folders in your phone 
that are like, whatever makes sense to you. If you want to do it January, February, March, like that you have. So when you're going back, you can draw back from past years, but or calving, harvest, paying, like whatever those are. Um, I really encourage you because that will make it so much quicker because I cannot tell you how much time I waste scrolling back and trying to remember like where, like, oh, does it look snowy yet? You know, right. yep. so I yep. share that tip. but, um, oh, I just thought of this. Sorry. I had one more tip using those stop stock photos as the covers for your reel because you're pressed for time. So is your audience and you can use your own video, right? That's not professional. It's super authentic. And then have a really beautiful stock photo to cover that on your reel. I love that as a little hack there. I think too, Thea, I love that. And if you go to my profile, I've been really intentional about about doing that and adding titles to the reel. So you can go again, go into Canva, drop one of the stock photos in and add a title. Like what is that reel about? So that when somebody's like, oh, I remember Thea shared one time about like, this pie recipe and you can go and actually see like it's making your content like easy to access for people because nobody wants to go and like scroll through a hundred reels that you've made to try and find that one thing that they forgot to save. But if you have a title on them and again, like I, when you do them in Canva, like you can put the title up high enough that it only shows up on your real cover page, but like maybe not in your feed or you can do it vice versa. If you want the title to show up on your actual feed, you can do it there. Having those professional looking covers just really elevates your business and your brand. I feel like it gives people easy access to your content and makes it like easy to go back and find. And I like what you said too about elevating your brand because you get to make the choice about your brand. If your brand is very casual and accessible, then maybe you don't want super you know, pretty covers. I definitely say I'm with Michelle on the titles. You definitely need this, those titles. But if you're wanting your brand aesthetic to be more professional and more elevated like that, this is a great way to take the pressure off yourself about your content not being quote unquote good enough. And you just put a really pretty cover on it. And like when people come to your page, it's going to have that aesthetic that you want. So again, it's your choice, but this is a great way to leverage that. So, okay, we've been talking for a while. I want to wrap it up to be respectful of everybody's time. But Michelle, any final thoughts that you want to share for people who are creating content? They're maybe feeling a little stressed out that they've been inconsistent through the holidays. Like, what would you tell them? Words of encouragement or advice? Yes, we have all been there and you can do it. You know, set your priorities, set your plan and be reasonable. You know, like I'm not creating content seven days a week and you don't have to be either, but you can be consistent, whether that's three days a week or, you know, whatever you think will fit in your life, set a goal, be realistic. And then again, like be mindful when you're out and about, take a few snapshots here and there and then save them. You don't have to post them in the moment, save them for when inspiration strikes or you have something that you can pair with it um, as far as a caption or a quote or a tip or trick. And I really think that the consistency it snowballs. And I did a real challenge. It was a month or two ago and I was not posting every day by any means, but I took a screenshot at the beginning of the month of my followers and just like my reach. And at the end of the month, like I was not, again, not posting every day, but I was consistent and I was consistent for four weeks. And at the end, like I had seen growth and I didn't really feel like I had because it was small and it was like, again, it just snowballs. And so doing that, you'll be able to reach some new people, be consistent, you know, but again, be present around the holidays, take your clips, share them if you want, share them when you have a moment, 
and then pair it with like, make it easy on yourself. Don't, don't overthink it. If you need to use a stock image, perfect. You know, if that saves you time and you can do that affordable and have some high quality images to share, you know, if you have a workbook or whatever it is that you're creating or want, wanting to talk about, maybe you're promoting a sale for your business and you want like a nice holiday photo, you can do that and you can use stock images and you don't have to go above and beyond to, you know, hire a photographer for every single event. You know, you can rely on some of these things to have nice images at a more affordable price. And that's honestly why I created this because I want people like, I just wish I could do do it all for free and just come to all your places and give you photos. But this is one way that I can kind of try and help you and give you some of those common images. You can customize them, add your text, add your branding colors to them so they feel like your own. I love that because, and I think if there's one final takeaway, it's like, do not right now today for the next 20 days of this year, do not sacrifice your presence and your peace to be creating content. Just don't yep. do it. I, yep. mean, I mean, go back, even if you don't have stock or you haven't gotten B-roll, take the photo, take the photo. I think it's so important to take the photo, not for your yes. content, but like have those memories. Yes. hundred percent. Video put your phone down. And then when you need to create the content, go back, you can scroll back and find things. Just don't, <laughs> don't let the pressure that you feel to create content right now. And also don't let the fact that people are not engaging as much because everyone is in the middle of the holidays and busy. Don't let that get you down. Like don't feel defeated. You're doing just fine. Things are going to yes. ramp back up here in, you know, the second, third week of January. So like, just take a deep breath. <laughs> and that's another great reminder, Thea, is again, like, if you want to take a little breath, now is a good time of year to do it. You don't need yes. to be trying to post every single day. People are busy. People are also trying to be present. So, you know, if you need a little breather and you want to kind of just ramp it up again at the beginning of the year, that's fine too. And just use, again, set your standard, maybe do a couple posts a week just so you have something coming out. But we're all in the same boat. We're all just trying to get through the holiday season and enjoy it and spend time with our families and not be stressing over creating content. Absolutely. I agree. So Michelle, I want you to really just let us know where can we find you and follow you because we definitely, you guys, Michelle's little top of the month that she does, she mentioned where she like says like it's pie day or national coffee day or hug a friend day. Those are really useful things to have top of mind when you're trying to create just for the purpose of consistency. So mm -hmm. where can we follow you on Instagram? Tell me where we can find out more information about your stock photo membership, the prices, and all that good stuff. Yes. So Instagram is kind of where I hang out the most. So my handle is michellemensing.photography on Instagram. Um, you can go, honestly, I use some of the stock photos in my own content to make my life easier. So you can get a little sneak peek of some of those on the stock photo membership that way. Also, if you want more information, you could go to my website, michellemensing.com. And then there's a tab that has more details on the membership there. And I have two levels. So if you're just like, I don't know if this works for me or not. I don't know if I want to spend the money on it. 100% jump in at the basic level. It's $19 a month. You can jump in. You can cancel it anytime. It's month by month. And you'll get in the basic membership, you'll get over 30 images each month. I try to have some that are generic. I try to have some seasonal ones so that they're timely. You know, with December, we'll have some holiday ones and more winter outdoor type photos. 
if you're like, I'm already really good at content creation and I create a lot of content and I need a lot of images and I'm creating for my blog and on Pinterest and in all the places, then you might want to think about the higher level, which is the exclusive package. In the exclusive, there's over 900 images. Guys, there's like everything. You can go back. You can so many to choose from. And again, that's a great place if you're stuck, like just go and scroll and do some brainstorming like, oh, I could use this one this month for whatever. And I could use this one for National Coffee Day. And I can use this one for a post on soybean harvest. So that's in the exclusive package. The other thing that I've added recently, based on some feedback from my lovely members, is I've added some B-roll video clips. Um, So if you jump up to the exclusive package, you also have access to those. And those are great. Again, download them, add your own text, your own branding to them, um, whatever you need there. And then another thing is some Canva templates. So if you're overwhelmed by Canva and you're like, none of these templates quite feel like me. I've taken some of the stock photos that are in the membership that are really good ones for like that season. And then I have built some templates that I feel like really work well with those images. And you can literally just go in and add your text, download it as a video and use it that way. So if you are like, I really want to save some time and make this super easy on myself, you can go that route. Awesome. You guys, I just want to encourage you to definitely follow Michelle because she will share so many ideas for you. So if that alone, like make sure you check her out on Instagram, you'll definitely get a lot out of that. Plus it's fun to get to know each other, everybody. We'll just force our friendship, force our friendship like Thea and I did on each other. (laughs) Exactly. You can do it through Instagram as well. I love it. Okay. So I just want to wrap this up. You guys, if you heard anything during the podcast that you thought was a great takeaway, just screenshot this and tag us. Um, If you have your own like tips or tricks or advice for people, screenshot, tag us so that we can share. I want to keep this conversation going. I want to make content creation easier for all of us because Mm -hmm. so many of us, if you are a rural entrepreneur or a content creator of some sort, like we are relying on social media to get our clients and reach connect with our audience. Right. And I want to make that easy because I know you have, you are wearing so many hats. You're wearing so many hats. So screenshot this tag at Capitals Over Coffee so we can share it in our stories. And if you enjoyed this episode, I hope you will share it with a friend. We'd love if you would go ahead and give us a review because the podcast is still brand new and all those little reviews help us to show up for other people. But Most of all, I just want to say thank you for spending time with us today. I really hope that you enjoyed this conversation between me and Michelle and that you found it valuable. Thank you, Michelle, for giving me an hour of your time this morning. Merry Christmas. I hope you enjoy your holiday season. Yes. Thank you, Thea. This was so fun. We could talk for hours about this. So if you guys want to talk more, you know where to find us. (laughs) Yeah, just slide into the DMs and we'll talk about all the things. We'll have all the like random moments and we'll keep interrupting each other just via chat DMs. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Sounds good. Thank you so much for spending part of your day with me. If you had any aha moments or some questions came up, please hit us up in your Instagram stories. Just take a screenshot, share that, tag us at Cowgirls Over Coffee, and let's keep this conversation going. Otherwise, we'll see you back here next week. And just thank you again. Go out and make it the best week ever.